Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss, the place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Weeslow. Let's do the show. Welcome to Boss to Boss. What up, everybody? R&R Rants and Recaps, episode 44. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. 44. (laughs) 44, baby. 44. I got Miro Weaslow here and Steve Wiley. How's it going, everybody? Steve, how you doing? Doing well. Awesome. Doing well. We're uh, filming this at a nice prime, uh, prime time, ripe time, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the nighttime's the right time. It's twelve forty-four right now. So yeah, it's never too early or too late, I guess. That's right? right. That's right. As long as you, uh, as long as you get it done. Though this is midnight. This is after midnight coffee right here. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing, but after midnight Lacroix, always after midnight coffee, always, and avocado toast is still being made, and an after midnight drink. No, not not that again. I thought we cut you off last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I thought it was like a seven-day thing and you were done for life. No, uh, no. I guess not. All right. Well, here we are. We wanted to give you an episode of give you, giving you our tips and tricks, you know, kind of some issues and problems we've been running into with our businesses, specifically me here at HodgePodge. So the summer season is coming gone. Though technically, I think it's still summer, right? So like another week or two that being said you know uh, a lot of a lot of jobs are kind of slowing down and it's natural that's kind of what we expected in the moving industry our our removal our junk removal storage that's still kind of where it's been if anything maybe that's picked up just a tad though moving's been like half our business so it's slowed down a ton and here i am you know i have employees now trying to keep you know everybody busy but at the same time we are naturally getting slower because people aren't moving as much. You know, the leases usually are up beginning of summer, end of summer. Most people try to move in the warm months, especially if you're in the Midwest. We're in Chicago. So I don't know how it is, you know, in the Miami, let's say. It could be totally different because it's warm all year round. So here I am kind of trying to figure out what's the next step. How am I going to keep these guys busy? How am I going to find more business during the off season, which is coming up very, very shortly? And... I will kind of give you guys my tips and tricks, what I'm doing, what I'm going to hope to do, what I hope to accomplish, and then Steve will chime in with his intrinsic marketing and his marketing expertise and kind of let's, let him, let us know if I'm doing it all wrong or what uh, what better I could be doing, I guess. Sure. You, you, want, you want to give us a quick, uh, quick I guess, uh, tip, you know, something, something you would do during your off-season? Before I before I chime in, well, I mean, one one thing about uh, off season is you always have to um, kind of anticipate that things are going to get slow around the fall. I mean, in in every industry, obviously, you pick up during the summertime. Everybody pretty much gets uh, busy. Uh, well, besides I'll, snow removal, snow removal. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, I mean, th- there's industries that are that are winter industries, but uh, for the most part, the majority of the money comes in during the summer. Uh, leading up to the summer, you know, in the spring and all that. And then the fall is kind of that time where you take that nut and you bury it, you know, so you can hold it through the winter. So, um, you know, in marketing, 
it's important to save that money through, uh, you know, the summertime and kind of squirrel it away uh, so you could put it towards targeted advertising for uh, the fall and the winter. So, um, Miro, uh, I'm just curious to see where you're at with this and, you know, kind of what what you're thinking, what you're going to do for HodgePodge. And then maybe we could talk after the show, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I knew it. You're going to try to sell me. <laughs> at, at least you're, at least you're giving me the courtesy of waiting till after the episode so so i appreciate that i really do that being said um i guess it's kind of a good time because i feel we were just we got so busy in the summer and it, it just became a little overwhelming and i was you know struggling trying to find the right people the right amount of people and now this is sort of giving me room to breathe a little bit but then a new problem arises because now i gotta figure out ways to keep people busy because I got to guarantee hours, especially for the full-time people, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a little hard. So, certain things I'm doing to try to get more business now, and kind of just to see what what else is out there, is I'm finally following up with people, <laughs> which you know that sounds sad and it's horrible, though it's been hard to follow up with everybody. You know, you get a ton of leads, especially when you go out there and you plant the seeds throughout the months, throughout the past year. And you don't, you can't, you know, you get a stack of business cards when you go to these networking events. Unfortunately, you just can't follow up with everybody. You know, maybe you have your one or two diamonds in the rough that you mark that you're definitely going to follow up with 100%. But now it's the time to actually follow up with everybody else. Obviously, it's not ideal because people forget about you too. So a big change I made is I started putting my face on my business cards. That's... That's another topic, but uh, I feel that this is a great way to get people to remember you. So it's something uh, new that I just started doing. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, and who who wouldn't want to look at this all day? So oh yeah, that mug, man, it's priceless. <laughs> it's priceless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm finally following up with people. I've, I got, I made a bunch of contacts. There were people out there that you know said they were interested in my services, maybe getting to know me more. And now I'm finally gonna make that effort and try to you know makes these relationships, you know, into something, see if there is, you know, any, you know, any flowers out of this, something I could water and just see, I guess I'm also going to try to give back to people now too. So offer what I can in the meantime, and hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm trying to plant some seeds and we'll, we'll uh, kind of go from there. That's one thing. So definitely go to more networking events. I really stopped going to a bunch throughout the summers. I just had no time though. It was definitely worthwhile. Like I couldn't, stress enough how worthwhile networking events are especially ones where you are one of the younger ones because not too many younger people go i feel especially with my (laughs) industry my industry so many more older people go and when you start showing yourself and that you really are in this for real and you are committed uh people start remembering you and i i got so much business out of that i couldn't be thankful enough for somebody's chambers i was in and certain groups and I'm definitely going to start doing that again because I know just how impactful that is just to keep showing your face and keep offering what you can, you know? Well, let me, let me ask you a question though, because, um, it's important for you to know your own, um, your own market, you know, your own, your own target. And, um, you know, networking events are great when you're trying to grow a brand, but when you're trying to actually just get more customers, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, you know, your target demographic isn't people that are, business owners, uh, for the most part, I would figure, um, maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, 
have you thought about doing targeted advertisement on social media and, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, just, just straight Google ads and things like that, you know, to kind of get clicks. So I got a two part answer for this. It's a great, great, uh, great question. So one, yes, not all business owners are looking to get stuff moved or removed or stored, but with a lot of these events, people have their industry types, you know, or they give present little presentations or little introductions and you quickly get to find out because sometimes there's, it's overwhelming. You have 50, you know, hundreds, hundreds of people there. So right away you get to narrow down the few select individuals you want to target, the ones that you know there could be something there, you know, that you guys could potentially help each other. So that's one way. And yes, initially I thought, oh man, this networking thing sucks. And it's, you know, it's just there to kind of, you know, be that business development guy and get your free breakfast and your free coffees and chat, or, chat all day. <laughs> Though it's really not. If you go in there and you don't really expect anything, that that's when it happened. I didn't expect anything. I just kept, you know, being like, oh, hey, I know this person. Let me introduce you to this person. Let me uh, show you how this is done. And next thing you know, somebody's like, oh, you know what? I do have something for you. And then next thing you know, this one thing that you get is all worthwhile for all the networking you did for the past six months because it could be that big. So that's part one. You definitely just got to learn your ways. You know, once you start networking more and more, you just learn your ways. And I'm the biggest proponent of face-to-face networking and still seeing your people and seeing who you're dealing with. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't be a bigger proponent of that stuff. No, I know you are. Part two. Yes, we do do some ads on Facebook. We do do some ads on Google we uh we actually have an SEO uh provider that we work with so they run like Google Ads for us to be honest i think with my industry being like the construction type of industry i guess contractor type you know transportation it's a little harder i, I if i had like a product a restaurant you know some kind of something where people could see more stuff online and actually click to buy orders and stuff i could see where that is Ideally, you know, social media and at Google AdWords would be ideal for that. But for a service type industry like mine, I just haven't found it to be as fruitful. And I definitely tried. And I know other people that tried and just haven't cracked it as well either. I'm not saying there's no, you know, I'm sure if there's a will, there's a way. Though it hasn't, it's not cheap either. Um, so I guess that's kind of where I stand with that. Just doing tests uh, of different social media campaigns. It definitely, maybe I got like one customer out of it, one or two throughout like the whole year, as opposed to, you know, other, other types of uh, sources I use, like Home Advisor, Yelp. Let me jump in. I mean, meet people. Let me jump in here, Meryl, because uh, you know one of the things that's really important to understand is uh, every time that you go out to a customer, you gain an experience. Mm -hmm. Um, You have a story to tell. And one of the most beneficial things that you can do for your brand is tell that story and put that story out in a blog format. Uh, when you put a blog out and you explain, um, you know, even if it's just a, a short story about uh, your last job and you have that, that written and you, uh, you know, share it out on social media and you put it on your website, those blog posts generate more traffic free traffic, mm-hmm. um, organic traffic than anything that you'll ever pay for. You could do home advisor, you can do Yelp, you can do all those things and blow hundreds of dollars a month. 
thousands of dollars a month even. But if you have a good story to tell that people want to hear and it's written correctly and, you know, it, it, you don't need to be, you know, uh, Ernest Hemingway to, to put something together that people want to read. Um, just put together the facts. You know, what did you do last time? What were the things that, that, that were rough for the client? What, were, what was the feedback that the client gave you? You know, you put that stuff together and you put it out there. Um, people are going to click on it and they're going to read it and they're going to come to your website and you're going to be a knowledge base. That's the best advertising that you possibly can do. Um, some of the advertising that is I that, do for is my, that is that what you see with your clients that works? That's one of the best ways or what are you? Oh, oh, by far. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, quality blog posts are, are, you know, exponentially better than any amount of dollars that you can put forward on anything, um, any platform. You know, if you if you have a real story to tell that's going to link back to your website, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that and then you know you you supplement it with a little bit of paid advertisement, you're always going to get that. Um, it's always going to be worth it. You know, I mean, like, uh, you know, the difference between just paying a, like so, say for instance, you're going to pay a hundred dollars a month on advertisement, and that's your baseline. You know, mm-hmm. it maybe a little bit of that goes to Google, maybe some of it goes to Facebook or whatever. Um, if you throw that dynamic of adding a story in there, you know, a page that's on your website that has something that people want to actually read, you know, content is king, you know? So what do you do all day? You meet with clients, you make stories, tell your story. If you can tell your story in a way that people resonate with, Mm -hmm. um, then you're advertising yourself and then Google and Facebook, they want your story. So when you pay $5, it's worth so much more than here's my logo, here's my mantra, whatever. That doesn't go anywhere, you know. I agree. I do agree. They want with your that story. Part. They want your story. I to- I totally agree with that. that I guess I-, I was I was more taking that question as uh, strictly doing like Facebook ad campaigns or Google AdWords. Well, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you you want to do Google and Facebook ad campaigns, but you need to have content to back exactly. it up. Content, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I'm sure you even mentioned it before. You saw my hodgepodge page. Like we we have a post every single day. You know, we have sure. every single day we have content. Blogs, I haven't gotten into. Which now that we do have some more, that we're gonna eventually kind of get some more free time in the winter. It's definitely something I've looked into, and it's something I'm gonna talk with my marketing uh, associate. You know, she's on board now and it's something I'm going to have her work on. So I couldn't agree more. You know, it's free content. You know, we live in a world where all this is free. We could literally put everything out there. So the stories are there. You just need to document them. Absolutely. People are willing to read it. It's free advertising. I guess you do got something good up your sleeve, up your sleeves, huh? That's what I do for my clients. I knew, I knew it, Steve. I knew it. Um, well, and then I guess a couple other things we're working on, um, Flyers. I mean, I, I know it's not the most cost-effective way. You know, maybe we get some stuff, but we don't. We have gotten some business from it before. So, like, I have some people walking around handing out flyers, yeah. know, little little mailing campaigns and stuff. Sure. Especially, sure. especially if you could print it yourself. Like, we design have a, it once. Yeah. Yeah. Just have it, have it designed once, printed out a thousand times. If you get two or three clients, then it pays for itself. Shout out to our. Uh, shout out to. Norman Designs. Oh, yeah. He is the one that came up with he, my flyer and my brochure. 
And uh, it it looks like he's the winner of the logo contest. It looks like he's going to be the winner of the logo contest. Correct. And if you are tuning in right now, check out our Boss to Boss podcast page. We are having a live vote. Well, the vote, it was a live vote. It's still ongoing. You could uh, comment on it. And it seems like Variation 1 and Variation 4 are by far the lead favorites right now at the moment. So, People are liking the pink, man. People yeah, are liking it's, the pink. it's either the full pink or the half pink, and one of those two is probably going to be the winner. I mean, almost for sure. So, if you're if you're online, you know, go go and get your uh, let us let us get your input last, you know, because we're we are gonna pretty much we're gonna run it through what the end of the week, a couple more days tops, and uh, we're just gonna go ahead and run with it. Yeah, yeah, but Norman won or uh, Marcus yes. Mark- Marcus. Yeah. We're Marcus going. Marcus is the winner. Norman Designs is the winner. So we'll announce tuned, that yeah. right now. Yep. Uh, it's just a matter of what variation on that logo we're going to do. And, um, you know, he's been really good. Uh, at, at just, you know, aside from what we're doing, I actually, uh, for my business, I reached out to him a little bit just to kind of help me with something. And, um, you know, he, he has a lot of skills. So you're going to see some um, some new content coming out. Uh, we are going to be setting up an interview with, uh, mm-hmm. with Marcus and, um, you know, I really want to, uh, uh, stress how talented this man is and, and you I know, agree. I want to put his company out there. I think that, um, you know, of all the different designs that we got from the different, um, you know, people that, you know, submitted to us, I think that he really stood out and that's great. AKA, so. AKA the participants. <laughs> The participants. Yes, yes. That's the word you were looking for. That's the one. <laughs> that is the one. The only yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So another thing that I'm going to be doing is giving some presentations. Um, so I'm, I'm obviously out there trying to grow the brand as much as possible. And it's something I always loved, public speaking. I, I mean, even though I freak out before I go up there, but once I'm up there, I kind of, I love actually being up there in front of people and, and then afterwards, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I feel like I feel like I guess I'm on drugs or something because that's the kind of high, you know, that that I get. Ooh, is he? Hmm? Ooh, is he? Yeah, no, I mean, that's the kind of high that I get yeah. if, I, if I hop off a stage. So talk in front of people, it's definitely a high for me. So that being said, I'm definitely going to try to give some more presentations. And for me, uh, the way I guess I tackle that is I find industries that I know I could work with. So for example, real estate, you know, obviously we're doing clean outs, we're doing moves, we're working with people in real estate. So I'm trying to see ways that I could offer them value, you know, whether it's giving them free quotes, whether or not just being available for them 24 seven. And I'm going to do that through giving some presentations to their teams, to uh, companies and stuff like that. And I guess that's, that's one way, some things I'm one way I'm going to focus on building the brand. Um, so that's something I'm going to be doing a lot of in the coming months now that my schedule is going to free up and I do have to bring in business. So those are kind of like the main main ways uh, that I'm going to try to grow the brand in the off season. Obviously, social media, I think, is huge, and I totally agree with you. That's why I did bring in um, Sarai, who is my marketing associate now. And she's, she's great. She, thank you. Yeah, I, I really think I found you know found found a gem there, and we are going to work a lot on social media campaign, you know, marketing and blogs and things like that. So I couldn't agree more. Like everybody listening, you know, take full advantage of what's out there. It's all free. Obviously, you could run paid campaigns, and it helps, but it's all free. Like think of all these companies that just get organic content and growth, 
and hey, we're, well, we're, we're, know, pushing yeah, it. we're pushing I mean, it. Here's the thing. I mean, it, it's free to come up with content when you're running a business. I mean, it's unlimited content. You, you're, you're working with clients, you have stories, things like that. But the, the thing is that you have to do paid advertisement. You have to do that on top of that to supplement what, what it is that you're doing. And I'm, I know you're laughing because- No, you, no, this is you know, good. I was putting one side of the story and I want to hear your side now. So, But it's, it's, it's very important yeah. that you understand that, that when you build that content, when you mm-hmm. get those stories- you, you know, you have to take those things to the next level because, you know, you can you can share them out to your friends and your friends aren't going to buy from you. You know, that is your friend. That, your friends yeah, aren't yeah, going to buy from you. So so that's a hard so truth. What, it's a hard truth. Yeah, it, that, that's yeah, what's sometimes, happening. Sometimes. You know, and, you know, maybe one, maybe they'll tell their their mom or something. I mean, but it's not going to happen. If your friends do, though, they are usually like those are the. Those are the clients you really want, though, too, because when they do, that's when they really start spreading the word. And sure, you do. Not, you do. You do want that, right? But when you're doing marketing, you want to you want to be hitting people that that you don't know. That is, true. you know, you got to be growing. So, so you know, bottom line is make make those stories. Put something together that is you. Mm-hmm. Put it in. Put it in a bundle. Wrap it up, and then shoot it out into the world by doing paid advertisements, you know, whether it's videos or it's, you know, blog posts or it's just targeted images uh, with different ad sets and things like that, whether it's Facebook or, you know, even Yelp. I hate Yelp, but, you know, even Yelp, you know, some for your particular, uh, you know, business Yelp might, might, might work. It really depends on your industry. Cause I it know, really yeah, does. Some people, it really make does. It, some people make a killing, off of their Facebook ads and Google ads. I mean, they oh, do. Yeah. I mean, that's where the whole business is out of. I mean, that that's so. my specialty is Facebook and Google ads together. I mean, you know, people like to do Yelp, but you can blow so much money so fast uh, on Yelp. And it's, could, it's, it's a joke. I mean, you know, thousands of dollars. In the time that, you know, you can blow $1,000, you can blow $300, not blow it, but spend $300 on, on Facebook and Google ads and you can get, you know, probably 30% more, uh, return on that. So, so not to mm. put you on the spot or anything even more. Yeah. What would you do if you were me different in these next few months that we are going to slow down? Do you have any, uh, any quick little mock-up of an ad campaign that you would try to run for me? If, if sure. You, absolutely. If so, so first things first is, Every single client that you talk to, I would collect their email address and I would um, ask them to please leave you a Google review or a Facebook review. Maybe give them an incentive, you know, whatever. I know that's a no-no for Yelp, but fuck Yelp, you know. (laughs) And so anyway, um, you know. Yelp, I love you, Yelp. I love you guys. Yeah, but fuck Yelp. I do not endorse this message. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but anyway, it sucks. And uh, it's a ripoff. But anyway, uh, you know, but what I would do is I would collect information from my clients and I would tell them, if you like what I did for you, tell your friends, tell your family. And uh, if, you know, if you can get us another client, you know, give us a referral, I'll give you X amount of dollars, um, leave us a review and I'll send you X amount of gift cards or something like that. And, um, you know, that type of stuff will always work, you know, give them an incentive. Um, the other thing is document the jobs that you do, make that content, take that content, 
send it to me, send it to Sarai and, um, you know, put it out there, put it out there and boost it, boost it, put it out there. You know, people are searching for this stuff all the time. You know, you never know who's searching at what time, uh, you know, what day, whatever it is, you know, just let it run, you know, every month, keep a rolling budget. Uh, you know, if you can get out there, if you can get out to one person, if you spend a hundred dollars in a month, you know, you think, oh, I'm wasting a hundred dollars. If you get one customer out of that, it paid for six months, you know, okay. and, Very you know, welcome. so I mean, you know, people, people don't think about that. They look at the number and it, you know, it grows a little bit every day, you know, but it's, it's nonsense. You know, if you, if you spend a thousand dollars in a month and you get five clients, you know, and, and they, and, and you're doing good referral programs and good, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, uh just incentives. incentives and all that stuff. Like yeah. what I was just talking about, you know, what, what's going to happen is you're going to get all that money back plus some, and not only are you going to grow your brand, but you're going to get more reviews mm -hmm. and, um, you know, it's going to be exponential. You know, when you're in your first year, it's all about just pumping, Pump it, it as is, hard it as you it can. Is, it is. Pump it, man. And um, you know, once you once you get to that point where you're like, ah, fuck, you know what? I need to take a break. Then that's cool. Maybe maybe put the break on the ads a little bit. But um, that's the nice thing. A lot of these ads, there's no commitment to, especially with social media. You literally exactly. pay per ad, and you run it for a day. Let's say you're not happy with it. Boom, cancel it right away. Right. Uh, so that's really nice. I'm not going to lie. So the flexibility makes it really nice. Whereas like Yelp, for example, or whatever, Home Advisor, you're kind of committed, you know, you put in yeah. that down payment or you put in whatever it is. Sure. And they'll give you a fake coupon for, oh, we'll match your ads for whatever, but you have to spend $900 first and maybe yeah. get one click that doesn't, isn't even a real person. It's just a, a fake person out of India. <laughs> it's uh yeah, that's the tough part, you know, like garbage. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've definitely uh, I'll got do some, another episode about Yelp and definitely got how, some how bad fake it clicks. Sucks. Yeah. I mean, it all depends, you know. Like, it, I think it really at the end of the day it comes down to industry, and that's why when whatever it is, whoever's listening out there, if you are starting a business, if you want to start a business, you know, you you want to get in touch with people like Steve, people that you know, or even people like me, just to get a quick like tip. Someone that's out there and that's tried out these different mediums, uh, but I would definitely recommend Steve because he's actually doing his stuff for a living. Um, though every industry is so different, you're doing a product, you're doing a service. And I, you know, it's just there's so many different ways and different mediums to get out there nowadays. You know, I, I think it's really hard to just recommend one. You know, it, like yeah, I mean, you know, it, and, it and I appreciate the shout out and everything and the recommendation, but you know, not everybody is equal. You know, yeah. everybody has their own um, strengths. You know, if you're in a different industry and you know maybe you're uh, you're around people that are doing it at a high level, reach out to them. You know, if if they're kind of uh, around your industry or whatever, reach out to them, see what they're doing, see what's working. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you don't have to reach out to me. You don't have to reach out to the next guy. But, you know, shop around. And a ask in the boss to boss Facebook group. That is the best spot to ask, actually. Absolutely. Drop yeah. a comment. Drop a comment there. Um, I guarantee you someone will respond to it and get you an awesome answer. Absolutely. But, you know, the, the most important thing is to keep track of your customers. Make sure that you're always 
taking down their information. You know, ask your customers to leave your reviews. Get the free reviews because when you have to pay for it on the back end, you're going to blow money. Oh, yeah. You know, when, you, when, you're, when you're starting out, when you're trying to build a following, ask and you and you shall receive, you know. I agree. I, agree. I mean, and, and, you know, and don't get mad if they don't leave a review because 99% of people won't. But if you ask everybody, you'll get a few. And that's what counts. And so, you know, I mean, uh, it really does. Pay- they, they go a long way. Reviews, videos, any kind of testimonials. They go a long way once those, but it takes a while to start to notice any, you know, actual results from that. I think, I think it took of course, like yeah. six, to like eight months before it's like, Oh, Hey, remember me a year ago? Or I heard about you. Like, but then when you, when you start getting that, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. You're like, Oh, when like, we're actually doing something here. I think, I think we might be on to something. Well, see, see, a lot of times, you know, the the referral clients, you know, you'll have somebody that you really made a good impression on and maybe it'll be six months later or it'll be a year later. And, you know, they'll just be like, yeah, I heard about you from X client, you know, and you'll be like, wow, that's great. So for me, I I send my clients 50 bucks every single time they refer something. Uh, it doesn't matter if they whatever or pay me. So, I'll send I'll send them. I send them 50 yeah. bucks every single time. I usually do I usually do 10% of the job, but I cut it off at 100. Um, yeah. so that's kind of pretty similar, I guess. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I it, mean goes, just, it goes a long have, way. It goes a long way. Have an incentive program. Just yeah. document whatever it is. Whatever works for you. It doesn't have to be 50 bucks. It could be 10 bucks. It doesn't yeah. matter what you're doing. And I couldn't stress enough to be patient, you know, if you are in that if you are starting something up. Be very patient because this does not happen overnight. No, it takes it, it takes months. It takes a year before people start trusting you. And and, and if you're working on your own, yeah. if you're working on your own, you know, uh, chances are that you're you're probably just charging enough to get by. Yeah. So maybe you don't have enough to really, you know, give anything extra. So you, you don't give money away, but what you do is you 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 give them a discounted rate if um you know on another service or something like that yes. a, a repeat yes. service a yes. discounted yes. rate you know there's a lot of different ways to think about things but you know as long as you offer something to somebody new and give somebody some sort of incentive there's always a better chance that you'll get those clients and um you know the best thing that you possibly can do is just do the best job for the clients that you have now and then ask them for a review because that'll go a long way you know, your rep, rep, reputation is key when you start out, mm-hmm. and um, rep, uh, repetition is key. You know, uh, when you're when you're working with somebody that's maybe uh, uh, not just moving or whatever, but it, it really depends on your industry. It but. does, yeah. I mean, let the work speak for itself. Right. Um, yeah. Well, that being said, I think uh, I think my plan is set. I got a couple things I'm going to be doing here the next few months. You know, hopefully we. Uh, Stay above, stay above ground, and I can keep all my guys busy, um, my guys and gal. But we will. I mean, I, I'm not. I can't be more confident in our team here. And and if anything, I could always go to you, Steve, and ask you some more questions. These are, those are some good tips, actually. I'm definitely gonna look more into the blogs and keep more customer info. I do keep some info, but I definitely gotta start making some use with actual numbers and use. data is yeah. king. Yeah. Numbers are king. I mean, you're a CPA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're not keeping track of the numbers, really, really religiously. Yeah. 
every single number, every single data point. If you're not keeping track of it, you're losing money. Most there important you go. thing in there your you business. There you go. You heard it here, everybody, on the Boss to Boss podcast. All right. Well, it's been another episode of the Rants and Recaps, number 44. If you love what you're hearing, check out our website. You know, check out our uh, Facebook group, Instagram, leave us some love. Better yet, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, that would mean a ton to us. You know, every every little bit just means the world. Uh, from me, from Steve here and Miro, hope you crush the rest of your week. And uh, we'll be talking again soon, right? Peace. That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit BossedToBoss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is Bossed, the number two boss.com. And remember, the time is now.